Good morning. It's semi-final eve. It's a bit like Christmas Eve, kind of. And welcome to the Your Harrogate podcast, sponsored by Hacks with football royalty, Harrogate royalty, Danny Mills, our special guest today. Obviously, lots to talk about with tomorrow night's match and what's going really well for England. But also, from a, a Harrogate point of view, both Danny Mills and Gareth Southgate live in Harrogate and very much firm fixtures of the community, having lived around here for about 20 years and kids gone to school and grown up here and everything. So we talk a bit about that with Danny Mills in just a mo. Just a couple of special bits for you on your Harrogate for the football. Tomorrow we're going to have a competition where you can win a meal out at a top Harrogate restaurant if you can guess the score correctly. That's going to be on our social media tomorrow. We've got football anthems for the Three Lions on the radio all day tomorrow as well. And you can listen to us online and on the app and on the smart speaker, of course. And we have another pre-match party. We have to do another one. We did one on Saturday and we won. So we have to do another one tomorrow night. That's going to be on your Harrogate from six o'clock tomorrow night, our pre-match party. But on with our podcast special guest today, it's Danny Mills. It's your Harrogate and, well, there's, what is it now? Christmas Eve, Eve, semi-final Eve before the football tomorrow. We are delighted to be joined by football royalty and Harrogate royalty as well. Good morning, Danny Mills. Good morning, indeed. And thank you very much for joining us. Where are you going to be watching the game tomorrow, by the way, Danny? Uh, I will be down at Wembley, uh, just outside um, in in the Sky studio we have there, sort of overlooking uh, Wembley's our, our backdrop. Uh, which is great because obviously Wembley Way, or what is known as now as Olympic Way, and now they change the steps and everything else. I don't change his name every week at the moment, but it's just it's just iconic, you know, with the, with the arch in the background. What are we looking at? Nearly 65,000 fans, you know, more fans than we, we've had for what 18 months. It's going to be some atmosphere. And the Germany game with with sort of 40,000 felt massive didn't it I mean it felt like there was so much noise I mean to be fair in Italy it felt like it seemed like there was a lot of noise from the fans as well but tomorrow night is going to be absolutely crackers and the support for England will be huge and what kind of a difference do you think that make to the players oh it's massive you know when things are going well and you get the crowd behind you and I've said many times even throughout the Premier League season it's not so much it's not the goal celebrations that matter so much because that's you know that they're euphoric moments no matter what it's more about when you make a tackle or you run 20 yards to close somebody down. You do those, you do the ugly side of the game. You get a massive roar or, a, you know, applause from the crowd. That, that's what makes a huge difference. Or if there's a little bit of a low moment in the game and, and the crowd will start singing, no doubt there'll be hundreds of, you know, renditions of it's coming home um, and, and all things like that. And it does it, you know, some, it's those moments where maybe you just need that little bit of a lift. You know, you're feeling a little bit tired, lacking a little bit of energy. You get that roar from the crowd and, and definitely it spurs you on. And and how good are this England team? I mean, we all loved Saturday night and it was such a joy to watch all of it from start to finish, really. How good do you think this team are and how far do you think they can go? I, they've got a huge opportunity now. and There's no reason why they can't go all the way. You still need to play well and you're going to still need a slice of luck you know, within that, you know, you're talking about such fine margins, you know, in, in any competition at this level. You look what happened to the Netherlands, you know, one slip, a handball, a sending off, and suddenly the game changes on its head. Um, you know, a, a shot can hit 
the inside of the post and come out, or it can hit the inside of the post and end up in the back of the net. You know, that, that's how slim it can be, or an, an inch offside and, and not. So you're going to have to play well. You're going to need that little bit of fortune to go your way as well. But I think what is exciting is that this team is incredibly inexperienced, on the average age, 25-ish, I think. Normally, to win a tournament, you've got to be sort of 27, 28. Um, so that, you know, Gareth has done it incredibly well. And this is actually a very inexperienced young team as well. When you look at Calvin Phillips, never really played in what I would class as big games, never played in European football, never played Champions League, never played big internationals, if you like. You know, same with Declan Rice, although he's had a great season at West Ham. You know, Bakayo Saka hasn't had a huge amount of football, certainly not at international level. You know, all these players, Mason Mount, OK, he's had Champions League now, but that's just one season. There are a lot of players, you know, within that squad that are at the infancy, if you like, of their international career. And I go back to 2014, when we were going through the whole sort of review of English football and, you know, what was going to happen for the future to make it better. And Greg Dyke came out and said, look, the, the plan is that in 2022, in Qatar, with the Winter World Cup, that Raymond get to a semi-final or a final. And everybody laughed at him and thought it was absolutely crazy. And suddenly now, it's like we've already, we've outdone that, two semi-finals, yeah. you know, in a row. We're sort of well ahead of, ahead of schedule. And, and we're talking about the, the players being young and inexperienced. How come they're not overawed by, by what's been going on so far? Because they all seem so cool, calm and collected. Yeah, I think this is solely down to Gareth, his management style, his management team, his coaches. Um, for, for anybody that's really interested in sort of Gareth's mentality and, and mindset, there's an incredible podcast, the High Performance Podcast with Jake Humphreys from BT Sport. And it's a real in-depth view into Gareth's psyche and how he deals with things and why he deals with things. And I think what he's done is England players used to play on fear of when we go out, who's going to be the headline? Who's going to be the scapegoat? And obviously Gareth's been the you know front the front of that before since Euro 96. He knows exactly what that feeling is like. He's flipped that mentality to say, look, this is what you dream of. For all those kids playing on the stray, you know, on a Saturday morning or playing at, you know, St. John Fishes or St. Aidan's, wherever it might be, the dream is to be in these big moments, in these huge competitions. So why be scared of going out? Why not think, actually, embrace that moment, take it on, see it as like the, the best thing that's ever happened. Go and work hard, go and play well, and go and enjoy it. And I think you see that now with uh, players playing with more freedom, playing how they would normally play for their clubs uh, and not being asked to do something differently. And I think that whole mentality, and you, you look at what we see in social media of lads jumping on inflatable unicorns and wrestling with sharks and playing darts and playing a little bit of golf at, the, at St George's Park. All of these things back in the day would be saying, oh, you can't be doing that. What if somebody gets injured? You know, oh, we can't be having fun in case we go out because we, then, then people are going to say, well, you weren't taking it seriously. No, actually, you need to have a little bit of realism. You know, six weeks in camp is, is long and it's hard and it's incredibly intense and you, you've got to be able to sort of to switch off and, and relax. And I think Gareth has encapsulated everything that he's learned over the years from Euro 96, France 98, um, Euro 2000 and, and 2002 where he didn't play. He was one of those players that never got on the pitch. And then all the things he's learned as a player, as a manager, as a, as a captain – 
and he's taken little nuggets from every single coach, every single player, and he's thought, you know what, I'm going to turn that and I'm going to add that to, to what is already his, his fantastic personality. Mm. And, and we can't mention Gareth Southgate without talking about the Harrogate connection because it means even more to us. I'm sure, I'm sure already he's been given the freedom of, of <laughs> Harrogate and the stray. I'm, I'm well, sure already he's allowed to, to, to put his sheep on the stray or whatever it might, or his goats, whatever it might be. But I, I, I was in a, was in a laundrette the other day and said, oh, if we win the Euros, you're going to have free laundry forever. Oh, I'm great. Sure, I'm sure he'll be delighted. Well, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't know about freedom of the stray because people do get very funny about uh, about yeah, what goes probably. on on the stray, don't they? But you, but you know, living in Harrogate as well. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, we're not the most kind of. We're, I suppose we're not the. It's not the biggest football place in the world. Obviously, we've got Harrogate Town. We've got lots of Leeds fans, of course, here as well. But it is extra special for the fact that. It could literally be coming home to Harrogate, and you know, living in Harrogate, that it's a lovely thing for the town, isn't it? Oh, and let's not forget that Gareth was coach of Beckwith Shaw under 11s, 12s, 13s at one point, not so many years ago. You know, Gareth was a grassroots coach, turning up on you know Saturday, Sunday mornings, you know, playing games all over Harrogate. Now, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that you know those those coaches now can have serious aspirations of becoming an England manager and getting to a Euro semi-final in the next sort of five or six years. But it just goes to show that you know he's a very very normal guy. I mean, Harrogate. We all know how, how fabulous it is. Gareth's been here pretty much as long as I have now. You know, twenty odd years. And you um, guys, you guys have both done lots of things. I know from from the times I've yeah, met and, you and he, before. And lots of things in the community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Harrogate's the only sort of place where, I mean, I, I sat with Gareth uh, after the last, after the World Cup, and we, I we just sat in Coldbath Deli on Coldbath Road and, and having a coffee sat outside, and people just walk past and nod, and just sort of, you know, very, very polite. Very, if that was any other place on the country, if that was Liverpool, Manchester, you know, Leeds, London, it'd be absolutely swarmed and mobbed with people. But Harrogate, you know, as it is, you know, it, it, I think they, they've just seen they've seen the England manager around for so long that I think a lot of them, yes, we all know the England manager when the football's on, obviously it's another level, but he's just Gareth. And I think people sort of know him through schools and things like that and just know what a nice guy is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't agree more. Danny, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate you talking to us and have a great time at the game tomorrow and uh, and fingers crossed for the result as well. And hopefully we'll be celebrating on the weekend as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks Danny. Love to speak to you. Yeah, thanks. So big thanks to Danny Mills for joining us this morning on Your Harrogate, on our Your Harrogate podcast here, sponsored by Hacks. And this started out, I mean, it was almost a bit of a joke line when we first started doing this competition, but we're giving away a big TV. And a couple of weeks ago, I said, oh, well, when England are in the finals of Euro 2020, we're in the final on Sunday, the 11th of July, you can have this big TV in your living room. And it seems a bit more real now. So to get you this TV in time for Sunday, thanks to G Crags, it's a 43-inch TV. You've got to enter the competition today or tomorrow, okay? So go to yourharrogate.co.uk to win a big TV, which we will have delivered to you in time for the final on Sunday. That's at yourharrogate.co.uk. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a lovely day. 